Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in beautiful, sunny Seattle. And of course, live all over the web if you go to energyintuitive.com. In fact, we are so blessed on this show to be able to get callers from all around the world. It's um, been a humbling and incredible experience to have constant phone lines full and have people call us from places that I have not even, I don't even know if I'll ever visit them. I I hope so. I don't know, Serbia. I don't know if I'll ever go to Serbia, but we've had um, a caller twice from Serbia, and we certainly do appreciate that. On today's beautiful, gorgeous day in Seattle, we have the lovely Dr. Sheila Dunmerit, one of my dear friends. You're welcome. Dr. Merritt is a celebrated um, Seattle uh, naturopathic physician. She is uh, one of the original students of Dr. Bastyr, the founder of Bastyr University, an internationally acclaimed holistic university that's here in Washington. We're so lucky. It's about an eighth of a mile from my house, actually. I always feel like the bastier energy, you know, floats in my my um, practice. As a family practice doctor with over 26 years of clinical experience, Dr. Sheila Dunmerit has treated thousands of patients of all ages with a variety of health conditions. Combining over two decades of clinical practice as a naturopathic physician, a homeopath, and a functional medicine doctor, she diagnoses and treats complex health issues. And you use your intuition. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. don't you think we all do? Well, I hope. Yeah. I hope we all do. Yeah. And it's I, there. It's there if we just listen. Absolutely. And and my hope, and this is one of the reasons why I refer clients to you and love having you on the show. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Is because you use your intuition. And I think that that's what we need in, in every area of our life. But certainly when it comes to our health and our wellness, we need to be able to know if what we're going to do is going to be effective, potentially, right. and um, to get to the root cause of why someone's sick. Right. Right. So let's talk about the reason why I'm here today. Okay, why are you here? Okay, because (laughs) I'm here today um, because I enjoy talking with you and sharing with a larger audience. But this last week I was listening to the radio and I I was really listening. And I heard um, a commercial that was advertising a cancer center, a Mm. cancer center in the Seattle area. Mm. And it was this beautiful uh, advertisement for going there for treatment for cancer and for prevention with cancer. And then I turned the channel to a different radio station, and there was a different advertisement for a different cancer treatment Mm. center. And I'm thinking... Wait a minute. We didn't. I don't ever remember hearing ads for cancer treatment. Is it become so commonplace yeah. that we're having um, cancers that we're having to advertise different whole, you know centers? Mm-hmm. And the other thing I found interesting and in why I'm here is because they talked about prevention. Right. And I'm like, hmm. So what's prevention to them? Is that early? you know, detection? Is that what Mm. is being passed off as true prevention? Mm. And then the reason why I wanted to talk to you about it, of course, is because you were a cancer. I was an oncology oncology nurse. nurse. Loved it. And I I love cancer, which is crazy, right? That I would love. So I thought it would be good to talk about it today. I think it's a great topic. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It was a great idea. So why do you love cancer? 
Well, you know, it's it's so funny. When I became a nurse, which my whole family kind of freaked out about because my whole family is holistic. We ate organic foods, all natural paths, and Chinese herbal medicine doctors as kids got our vaccinations really, really late in life. In fact, the pediatrician used to sneak us in through the back door because, of course, we were going to infect their clinic because we hadn't been immunized. Um, so when I decided to study traditional health and, and nursing, my family was like, really? Why? You, you know, and I didn't really know why. I just knew it made me feel good. It made me happy, which is intuition, right? Exactly. Intuition doesn't, it doesn't tell you, it doesn't send you like a black and white printout from FedEx to your house letting you know why you feel the way you feel about something. It just is. Right. But later it lets you know. Right. Yeah. So if you don't listen. Yeah, or even if you do listen, you find out later. Uh, right? I see. Right. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Either later way. time. Right. But you're right. You find out pretty quickly if you don't listen. Right. <laughs> so um, I, I didn't know that one of the things that I love most about human beings, which I'm in love with the human race, is transformation. And cancer is one of those illnesses that allows people to transform. It's an opportunity where people have to change their lifestyle. Right. They may have to quit their job for a while. Right. They may have to move. It's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. And mm-hmm. then some people transfer out of their body because it's a mm-hmm. disease we don't know how to treat well conventionally, in my opinion. Right. Um, we're still trying to figure it out. And at the same time, everybody's terrified of it. Yes. You know, scared to death. So it's this, um, this, this big, huge thing that exists right. that... Um, that we're afraid of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking a lot about yeah. the cancer um, scares and cancer in my family and in my life. And, right. And so, yes. you know, wondering, well, what might I add to the conversation? And um, I thought about like a fabric, a weaving, and that the horizontal uh, weave of the fabric is maybe, for example, our genes, our mm. genetic makeup, and that the vertical is our choices. And they blend together to create the fabric of who we are. And you don't have to express your genetic potential. That can be influenced by the choices we make environmentally, nutritionally, and our thoughts. Our thoughts, yeah. That does help to create the fullness and the wholeness of who we are. So when I'm working with people on prevention, it's not for me early detection, but it's truly looking at the lifestyle we're living right now and how can we make true, authentic changes that um, express more of who we truly are. I completely agree with you. That is the true essence of prevention for anything in life. But of course, for health um, situations, when I look at clients who come to me who have been diagnosed with cancer, I feel like that something very deep inside of them is buried and hidden. Some emotional pain or anger Uh or disappointment. And it's manifested because we all get cancer cells, right? They float in and out of our body, right? Yes, we all do have cancer. Right, Right. we all do, right? We just don't manifest it into dis-ease. Right, right. And so in my opinion, when the belief system is so buried, but yet their soul, which all of our souls are wanting to learn and to grow and to transform. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. You know, sometimes then the cancer gets stuck into the cells and then in the tissues and unfortunately in Oregon. Right. And that's where I love naturopathic medicine because when it gets stuck in the tissues, that's called inflammation. 
in in natural medicine. And then we look at how can we reduce and mitigate the inflammatory process. And there's a wonderful herbs. I use quercetin as an herb. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The omega-3 fish oils are used and low eating lower on the food chain, more of a vegetarian diet away from the meats. Wow. Yeah, that's very helpful in reducing. I love meat. Dang. I know. (laughs) Well, and to do it in moderation. Right, right. And eat organic food Mm -hmm. as much as possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I must say that when I um, started my practice and probably about 30% of those that I see have serious health issues, including cancer, I noticed how no matter how sick someone was, if they had, because I would say 98% of my clients do conventional medicine who have cancer, but they also do holistic or they wouldn't come see someone like me. And they fare very Much better. well. Sure. It's amazing. Yeah. They either completely heal from their disease yeah. or they live a, a really almost normal, healthy life right. with cancer, but not letting it disable them or stop them from li- living. And right. that's so impressive and amazing to me. I mean, really, it's just a godsend. It's gorgeous. So thank you for all that you do. You're welcome. So quercetin, is it okay to take every day? Yeah. It is? Okay, because mm-hmm. I take it all the time, and I just love it. Yeah. Okay. And maybe we'll talk more about that and other anti-inflammatories. Would you like to answer a caller's? I do, because I see that the, the board is just lit up. <laughs> yeah, they love you, Dr. Oh, Merritt. They love too. you. So, Eric, who do we have? We've got Kelly on the line calling all the way from South Dakota. Hello. Hello, Kelly. Hi. Hi, Marie. I've talked to you before. Um, I find what you guys are talking about very interesting. Um, I'm kind of a little bit um, wondering if I'm dealing with maybe some depression or anxiety, um, or just really if it's just really my inability to change my situation. Um, I guess either way, I don't want my thought patterns to cause me to become sick. Well, that's a good thing. That's starting out pretty good that you don't want your thought patterns to cause illness. What makes you think you're depressed? Um, you know, I, I think it's, I waver back and forth at times. Sometimes I feel really good, and then other times I don't. And really, my mother just approached me, and she told me that she, what she saw in me, you know, and sometimes I think it's easier for other people to see from the outside than what you can really see yourself. She was just concerned and wanted me to speak with someone. So do you think it's true? Um, I do think it's true. However, I don't think someone else is going to help me. I have to help myself. Uh-huh. Okay. But it's I important to listen to what people can't. say. Yeah. Because she just basically said, we can't help her. <laughs> okay. Now that we've got that clear, I'm off the hook. Oh, I'm relieved. So, um, so how are you going to help yourself, Kelly? What do you think you need to do to help yourself? Great question. I know that I'm stuck in a marriage, but I've been here for 10 years. Now, notice how quickly you said that. So fast, I almost didn't hear it. But I'm so proud of her for saying it and for knowing it. Okay, for our listening audience who may not have heard it, (laughs) did you just say, I'm stuck in a marriage? Yeah, and notice how even when she says yes, her voice gets softer. (laughs) Okay, well, that's okay. You can be stuck in a marriage. I'm sure you're not the only one. We know you're not the only one. (laughs) And so how's that working for you? I, I know I don't want to be here. I've known it for a long time. I just can't seem to. Now I remember who you up. are. Yeah, because, you know, I don't remember my clients. Just like Dr. Sheila, when someone leaves the right. office, we 
you know, we, we, we get to we have don't a clean hold slate. On to it, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, we, you know, we, I've had a session with you actually, and yes. I'm remembering the session because we talked a lot about this. Right. So you say you don't want to be here in this marriage, but you don't know how to get out. I don't. I mm-hmm. just keep waiting for some God and the angels and Jesus to have a miracle happen. And uh-huh. I, I know your miracle because uh, isn't going to be what I'm about to say, but you wouldn't believe how many people have laid on my table and they wish their spouse would cheat on them, yeah. have a drug addiction, uh, you know, maybe not get home <laughs> real safe. <laughs> you know, and I know you're not wishing those exact things, but they're waiting for something to be so horrible that they have an excuse to leave. Right. Yeah. You know, and I guess I've to the point where, I mean, I have tried, we have separated, like I've tried several times and I think I'm... I really just want to give up. I don't think it's something that I can really do. So sometimes it's really hard to talk on the radio because we're not having a private conversation. (laughs) You know, there's other people listening, and I don't even know who these people are that are listening. But I'm going to pretend for a moment that we're just having a private conversation, okay? She's imagining you're in her office right now, and the door is shut. Okay, right, and the door is shut, and it's just us. And um, and. You know, for me, everyone is very different. So I don't have the same answer that I give to everyone. I kind of sometimes wish I did because life would be much easier that way. But I don't. So everyone's different. And so with you, I have a different answer than I might with someone else, which is um, uh, I wouldn't think about separating. I wouldn't because ultimately I don't think it's about him. I think it's about you. So instead of folk, and I, th- I think that you use the marriage, like I'm, gonna, you know, I'm not happy with him, 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 story, story, story. It keeps you stuck in that. And then my question is, is so if you didn't have that story, then you might have to deal with yourself. And it's a lot easier to have the story so you don't have to deal with yourself. Does that make sense to you? It feels very deep. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've never thought that before. Yeah, we're going deep. Why? Why? You know, uh, the surface is boring, and so I don't really like to stay there very much. Mm-hmm. And taking an antidepressant isn't the answer here because it's not about a depression that's chemical. It's about a situation that you're in, and you're saying it's him, but ultimately there's only you. So let's pretend it's you. And what would you be doing if you weren't with him? I would, I think I would have a job. Well, maybe you should get a job. Okay. Maybe you should start living as though you, um, just start living as though it's you. It's about you and, and take the focus off of him and the marriage and what's not working and just put the focus on you and what Kelly wants and what's going to make Kelly happy. And have play with that for a couple of months before you think about an antidepressant, whether natural or not natural. You know, I think that's a great idea because what will happen if you do this, Kelly, I mean, really, I think this is a, a, a wonderful idea, is that if she gets happy and starts living her life, she'll know exactly what she needs to do, Yeah. right? And, yeah. and she'll have the courage and the energy right. to do whatever that is. She'll 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 be sure right. about what her next choice will be. And I loved what you said about, you know, antidepressants are for chemical imbalances, right? right? right. And this isn't a chemical imbalance. This isn't imbalance. a chemical imbalance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Are you going to go find some cute job? I mean, something fun. Yeah, I think I will. You know, I have children and I have done it before. I just never had the support, but I can start looking other ways for for support. Even just a few days a week to just get out of the house and be with other adults. How many kids do you have? Two. 
Do you have any animals? I have a dog. <laughs> Do you enjoy animals? Um, my my own. Okay. I was just thinking about work and something that you might do that you'd enjoy. I don't think you've developed what you really makes you happy and what you enjoy. I don't. And then when you say what what um, you know what can Kelly do to make her happy, like I, it, I'm really clueless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, I understand that. I really, really right. do understand that. And once you can have some of that fun and start to discover what that is, then you're going to get very clear on what you need to do and feel empowered. If indeed leaving the relationship is what is in your best interest or staying in the relationship and making it better. I keep seeing a coffee shop. I do love coffee shops, I must admit. Um, but I keep seeing you like maybe working as a barista for a while. Be fun. Yeah. Lots I of people. Thought you thought of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a great it's idea. your intuition coming through. Yes. And Kelly, you have really good intuition. She started this whole conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. You did beautiful. You. So, um, Kelly, um, Act as though you're one of your children, like you have two kids. Well, now you have a third, and her name is Kelly, and she might be the oldest of the three kids. And your job is to love Kelly and to help her do things that um, really build her self-esteem. Okay. I love that. <laughs> and then keep us posted. We want to know how yeah, you're we doing. Yeah, really, uh, we really want to know how you're doing, okay? okay? Thank you guys very, very much. Okay. Very Take good care, sweetie. I will. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, our next caller is Sarah calling from Redmond. That's such a pretty name, Sarah. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to pronounce it, but that's really Hopefully pretty. I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi, it's actually Tara. Tara, it's right. really pretty. It's beautiful. Thank you. So what can we do for you today? So for probably about the last three years, um, just the palms of my hands have been super dry, and they get when I try to put moisture, moisturizer on them, they just get these little blisters underneath it. And um, I've been to many doctors, dermatologists, um, specialists. I've had biopsies done, and everything is inconclusive. I think it's an allergy. Um, I've seen it before. Um, I've seen that before. Some doctors might call it eczema because they don't know what else to call it. Mm-hmm. But um, I've seen it clear. And the palms of the hands are a very powerful place mm-hmm. in Chinese medicine. It's really a powerful place. Chakras. Yes. One in each hand. Oh. Yeah. So energy's coming through <laughs> right. there. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we can help heal with our hands. Oh, so you might want to ask what she's taking in that is toxic Ooh. to her. Oh, my gosh. What is toxic to you, Kara? Do you know? Um, Emotionally. I really, I don't know. Like, I can stress out a little bit, and, and I hold it in, and I don't, I try not to show my stress when I do, and I think that that might have something to do with it, but... How come you try not to show your stress? I, I just, I feel like it's kind of a weakness, and I just don't want people to see me stressed out or feeling crazy about a situation. Mm-hmm. So give us an example of one of your stressors. Um, just, I just got a new job at work, and it's it's been pretty heavy. I'm trying to learn everything, and um, still manage my team and not and not show them that I'm that I'm stressing about my job. That's one of them. And you have a family. I have a husband. Yeah, because I'm in the family for some reason. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She learned it. She learned what? How to you know hold the stress oh, in? Oh, that's her, interesting. Her right, right, right. So not necessarily the husband, but the right. family of origin. Yeah. So was there a lot of stress when you were growing up? 
Um, definitely. Uh-huh. Definitely okay. a lot of stress about money. Um, there's a, there were six of us kids, so that was kind of a, mm-hmm. you know. Do you feel obligated to reduce their stress even today? I still do, yes. Okay, so there we go. That's good. <laughs> That's good. So you have to stop. Yeah. So any... Um, Homework or tool it's it's for her? it's interesting when it's really clear the air in here it's just like okay that's clear, um, it does the room just like pauses it for did. a moment it pa- right yeah, yeah there was a pause there um I, I I'm gonna come at it from a little different angle mm-hmm. but I think that what Maria is saying is just really potent and be helpful for you to work with but um, I'm gonna suggest you look at your diet and um, possibly give up gluten. I know a lot of the people in the audience has heard that a hundred times, gluten, gluten, gluten. But truly for skin issues, gluten is a real inflammatory, toxic uh, substance. And you might just try giving it up for about a month and seeing if your hands, uh, palms clear. Gluten is in wheat, in spelt, in rye. In everything. In barley. So it's in a lot of grains. It's not in rice. It's not in other grains like corn or potatoes. But um, it, it is in like bread and pastas and stuff like that. And uh, that might be, is that a lot in your diet? Is Definitely. You, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you need to give up gluten. Mm-hmm. It's very inflammatory, and I think that's why you're reacting on the physical. But um, as Marie said, they are really, the, the, the palms are very powerful places in our bodies. And it's a place where we uh, take things in. And and you may be taking in psycho-emotionally energy that you're not releasing. Yeah, from the family. You yeah. know, because the palms are connected to the heart chakra, and you love your family, and you want them to be well, and you tend to be a take-charge, organized person. Definitely. Right? And so here you are trying to help this still dysfunctional family, even if you can't help them in all the ways, probably mentally and emotionally. And I completely agree with the gluten. I'm a fan of getting rid of gluten out of the diet. Yeah. And I think it's because it's it's in everything. It's in too much. It's in beer. There are hidden sources of gluten. Yeah. Um, you can go online, Google that. And it's going to get better because when you mentioned it, I saw your hands. Um, oh, heal. Yeah, I saw them getting better. Yeah. And then please work on the, you know, saying no to your family, to yourself emotionally so that you stop trying like to heal cutting them. Cutting the cords. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. people heal themselves when they want to. It doesn't matter how much we may do for them. If someone doesn't want to um, be healed, they won't be, no matter what. Wow. I really appreciate your guys' thoughts on this matter. Good. My boss is actually with me here today. She's the one that asked me to call you. Oh, hi, boss. Hi. <laughs> hi, Maria. It's Casey. Oh, hi, Casey. Hi, How are Casey. you? Good. I, you guys are awesome. Thank oh, you. thank you so much. Thank you, know, you for listening. I think out of love, uh-huh. we... we we do funny things, particularly with our families. We think yeah. we're loving, and instead we're enabling. Right. And if you truly love, you can you want to see someone in their strength and not take their strength away by doing for them. It's so completely true. You know, on the, the worst case scenario, I have a family member who's had a serious drug addiction for a very long time, a very close family member. And it wasn't until um, our parent... Uh, changed the locks to her home. Yes, that he stopped one of his serious di- addictions. Yeah, yeah. So she, when when some of the enabling stopped, which is really hard, it's right. really hard. But to that's not... real love. I mean, there it, it, it is that tough love is real love. Yes, right. Yeah, and I then, love you. I trust oh. you. I set you free. Oh, I love that. I love you. I trust you. I set you free. I set you free. So maybe that's your new mantra, Kara. 
Thank you so much. Thank Bye, you. Have guys. a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, let's go to Lori down in California now. California. Uh, <laughs> how we long for California. Hi, Lori. Hi there. I am someone who did follow my intuition and moved um, from the Pacific Northwest down to Inverness, in fact, just in the last week. And so you're in sunshine and you're not cold. And I am not cold. <laughs> I am so happy here. It is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Oh, yeah. wow. And what I wanted to ask you guys about, so I really came down here on intuition and the way just opened up for me. That's and what I wonder be. is, okay, now that I'm here, how am I going to move towards an abundance of resources to keep me here, because I'm in a very small room, um, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to be there, but I want to be able to afford that very small room. And is there going to be that partner, lover, divine compliment person here? Hmm. So those are my questions. That's all. No, and those are great questions, and thanks for following your intuition, just like when I was talking at the top of the hour about becoming a nurse. That's what led me to where I am today, yeah, right? And it yeah. doesn't always come in the most obvious way right. or in that linear right. perspective, right? It comes in surprises. Right. So, yep. what, yeah, please. Okay. Yeah. So, Lori, when you said, so how am I going to find that abundance? Wasn't that your first question? Yeah. I mean, I, I got it getting down here, and now I'm here, and there's sort of this... Okay. Now okay. <laughs> so the my my take on that was the question if you ask the question from your head, hmm, how am I going to do it? You're going to get a very different answer than if you ask the question from your heart center, which is how you got down there in the first place. And I want to encourage you to keep moving from your heart center and not from your head center, because your head is going to think it and then overthink it and analyze it. And then fear is going to come in and then you're going to wonder and doubt and all of that. And that's just you know, that's a whirlwind of energy that you don't necessarily need. But just move into the place where you, you're knowing and your knowing isn't your thinking. Move into your knowing and, and move from that place. Like, well, does it, does that make that, sense to you? It totally to you? makes sense to me because when I was listening to your voice, I, um, I, I got that you were back, you know, I didn't know that you were out of your head to get to California, but I got that you were in your head planning, planning, organizing, you know, thinking through the whole thing. And that's the opposite of intuition. Intuition is feeling. Right. Just allowing. There was a flow that got you there. And so get on that flow to your next step. And, and you know what's hard about the flow is you have to trust. You have to yes. be okay even when everything looks like it's going to fall apart. Right. And that's the part that scares us and we go back to our brain and we start planning. Right. Does this make sense to you, Lori? Yeah. I mean, it's really, it is how I live my life. It is. And, you know, I can, I can go hike and be in such happiness here in nature. And, and I'm just, you know, it was a, it was a big move. And I know, I know, um, I know I don't have a plan. Okay, good. <laughs> and I'm really hoping for that. Right. But I am really but it's the hoping, hoping for that. Yeah, it's the hoping. You have to get out of the hope because trust and hope, they're the opposite thing. You know, trust is, true. you know, you're going to be taken care of. Right. The universe is going to make something wonderful and divine for you. Hope is like, uh-oh, I hope this works out. It's right. a totally different energy. 
And, and trust is about letting go and getting out of the way and letting the divine come in. It's very scary. And I'm sure there's a lot of people <laughs> listening, you know, wanting to turn the channel because it's scary. You're really pushing They never buttons. want to turn the channel when you're on. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so I think you already know. This is what I believe to be so. Lori knows, but the knowing isn't in your head. So what I'm just take a moment and what do you know? What do you know about what would you like to be doing for your next, um, you know, financial abundance? Well, I think my gift is to sit and listen to people and then <sighs> synthesize it and give it back to them in its most clear gracious, best reflection of themselves. Well, that's and I, I don't know where to do that, but that's my gift. There's several where's to do that. Um, there's several, there's several where, where's to do that. How old are you? 46. Yeah. I have a son down here a couple hours away at Stanford, so I'm close enough to Perfect. visit, but not, but not too close. So, yeah, I, don't you love how they really know the answer? She knew. Yeah, you know what you need to do, and then and then I'm back in your brain again, and you're thinking, well, do I need a credential, a degree? You know, it's like you're trying to plan again, and I, I'm, a, I'm opposed to planning. I, I think that if, since you know this is your gift and you're able to guide people in a particular way, which more and more people are going to need guidance, people are waking up every day. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So if you can imagine yourself having this career without how you got there and you're super, super happy and your clients are getting what, they're, what they need, then it will happen. Marie, do you see any guides around me? Oh, yeah, oh. you've got a ton. Yeah. She, Dr. Yeah. Sheila can see them. Yeah, yeah you totally got it. Yeah. And the, it's funny because when you asked about the partner, I kind of smiled because I thought, oh, that well, that's your choice, isn't it? That's what it felt like, too. Like, as soon as you decide you want a partner, then yeah. you'll have one. But you're not exactly ready yet, even though that feels like the right next best thing. So uh, feel that you already have your career, even though you know nothing about it. It's already there and perfect. And it may not look the way you think. It might not look that you're sitting in, with people as a therapist. It may be that you're um, a receptionist for, uh, you know, a doctor and you really help support people because you're such a clear synthesizer for them. It can look differently than the way you think it should look. That's why I was telling you to get out of your head and get into your heart with the matter. Know how you want it to feel, and then when you right. have the job, you'll know it because it feels like you wanted it to feel. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lori, for calling. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. So we're going to take a break here on the, on the Marie Menu Cherry Show, and we are live here with Dr. Sheila Dunn Merritt, our celebrated natural path here in the Seattle area. Oh, I'm celebrating you too. Oh, we'll be right back. Feng Shui Now. Unlock your potential through an intensive one-day beginner's workshop Saturday, October 23rd at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You will learn how to transform your living or office spaces through a few simple feng shui principles, allowing for a new flow of energy in your spaces and your life. Join feng shui expert Natalia Priest, Reiki intuitives Bob and Myra Torres, and life organizer Lori Becker for this transformational day of embracing your personal energy. You will walk away with the tools to create the living space and life that you have always desired. Seating is limited, so register today at www.symbolicspaces.com or call 425-391-2637 for more information. 
Call or get online now. This is a workshop that you don't want to miss. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It'll be a healing experience that you'll garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. From her book, The Secret Language of Your Body, author Ina Siegel shares her insights into how we can restore our bodies to their healthiest state. Then Jody Lebon, the happy medium, returns at 8 o'clock, healing hearts and bridging worlds with her usual style and grace. Secrets from this world and the next. That's two hours of mastery and mystery and metaphysics with attitude. The Gary Mance Show, Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific. Join Deborah Silverman, internationally recognized astrologer and psychotherapist, for an intriguing weekend of astrology, November 6th and 7th. Whether you're a beginning or intermediate student, this workshop will take you into the heart of astrology's true purpose. Why am I here? What are my gifts? What path is right for me? Astrology for Beginners highlights the practical nuts and bolts of astrology, including the elements, signs, planets, houses, and aspects, while shedding light on how to use astrology to awaken one's spiritual identity and life purpose. Astrology for Beginners will be held at the Hotel Monaco in downtown Seattle. Visit Deborah's website at deborah-silverman.com to register. Class space is limited. Register with a friend and receive a $50 discount. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's Healing from Within series can now be purchased on DVD. This four-part interactive series was filmed live at their weekend workshops. The DVDs include medical and energetic insight, as well as informative tools you can use for a lifetime. Chakra exercises and dietary guidelines are included. The first two DVDs on detoxification and heart health are available now through Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com. Coming soon are the Brain Health and Hormonal System DVDs. Purchase your copy today and get started on your own healing process. Feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle with Dr. Sheila Demerit. And of course, our show is about energy medicine, where energy and medicine meet. So on, with our last caller, um, we noticed fear. Even when you mentioned, well, what if listening would be that you'd work as a receptionist for a physician? And I could feel her energy completely shutting down, right? right? right. And when you get out of fear, which what does fear mean? Fear is false evidence appearing real. I love that. And Say that we, again. False evidence appearing real and what we do is we collect the evidence (laughs) we collect it we're like attorneys right we collect ccc and that's true when it's it's not necessarily true it's our fear right right just like how my family didn't want me to work in conventional medicine but it probably was the best most amazing experience of my life and it led me to where and I am And my today. family didn't want me to work in unconventional medicine. Isn't it hysterical? Yes, it is. I know. Well, actually, Dr. and Sheila have a, a joint history. We both... We um, went to, I went nursing to nursing school. school. Yeah. 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 We yeah. love nurses. Yeah. They're so sweet. But anyway, sweet. so fear 
can be a teacher, but fear can get in the way. Right. And when you have fear about anything, you need to embrace it, accept it. It's true. Not run or walk away from it or right. pretend that it's not there. Right. Because if you embrace it, it goes away and you learn whatever it's trying to teach you that's sitting right behind it. Just right. going, hello. That's perfect, Marie. Hello. It's true. Oh, you're so sweet. It's so true. Uh, so why don't we go to a, another caller? How's that, Eric? Sounds like a good idea to me. Let's talk to Kathleen and Shoreline. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Marie. Hi, Sheila. Hi, Kathleen. Um, I uh, thank you for taking my call. I love your show. Thank you. I, I'm really tired. And you're I'm so hoping... cute. Isn't she so oh, cute? Can't you just feel it come across the airways? I'm sorry you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I've been in somewhat of a battle, a legal battle and um, for the past three years and I feel like it's it's finally coming to an end and I'm at a still point now where I don't really know where to go or what direction I should go in. I feel vulnerable and alone and I'm wondering if you can help me identify some blockages that could be uh, worked on um, if I have guides that I can turn to. I just feel so alone and, and I don't know I'm lacking motivation. I don't know which way to go anymore. You know, um, she said something actually very profound. She used the term still point. Yes, she right? did. Yes, you know? yes, it's, yes. It's an amazing still. I use it in one way in energy medicine and then in craniosacral work. It's, There's that's another. Where it comes yeah, from. it's used that terminology. Uh, it, it's about being in probably one of the most empowering places. Um, the void. Yes. And she's basically. She's in it. Yeah. She's in the void. Right. And, and the void is incredibly powerful, and it's vulnerable. And it could be lonely if you don't recognize that right. you're surrounded right. by beings always. It's, it's an amazing place. Yeah, actually, Kathleen, I, I find you to be very clear because oh. you were able to completely identify where you are right now. Is tired, you feel vulnerable, you feel alone, you don't know where to go. And I just want to say, okay, take a breath. Then take another breath, and then take another breath. It's okay. Let yourself just be, because it won't always be like that. Right, right. And you've been through a nightmare, basically. At least that's what your brain tells me. Yeah. And it's coming to end. What I'm being told is not exactly the way you wanted it to be, but not completely a wash, but not you know exactly how you wanted it to end. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. It's very exhausting it is. to go through a legal experience. Um, and if, as a medical intuitive, I would say uh, to have your adrenals tested, um, look at your female hormones to see if you can take the next several months just to gather yourself again. Not in a frantic or frenetic way, but in a very gentle way. Mm-hmm. And and um, recently I was reading on Facebook, one of my favorite places, actually. Uh, it's a, kind of my socialization, I would say. <laughs> Love Facebook. <laughs> um, in fact, I've, I'm going to be interviewing a couple of people that I've met on Facebook, which is uh, amazing. Cool. Isn't that a great yeah. uh, networking tool? But recently someone had put, um, you know, they put something on there. They shared a okay. film, which I then shared on my page. And it was about NASA in astronauts or scientists who decided to put the Hubble telescope towards an empty spot in the sky next to the Big Dipper. 
And so it was the void. They, they didn't think they would find anything. In fact, they were feeling guilty that the camera was being utilized, a very expensive tool that could be utilized in many, many ways in the universe. And they let it take pictures for 11 days. Something completely empty, nothing exists, the void. When they developed the photos, there were over 3,000 galaxies found. Wow. So this is all that. Okay. That is so powerful. Isn't that powerful? That's yeah. where you are, Kathleen. Oh. You're in the void. And we all go there. Exactly what I felt like when I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm Beautiful. there. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, okay, here I am. So now where do I go? Nothing. There's nowhere to go. Nowhere. This is powerful. Just like what Dr. Merritt said, just breathe and be here. Be, be there. It, you know, the next moment will be an opportunity for perhaps something else. But for now, it's just to be here. Yeah, yeah it's because be- you did a lot of healing during these last three years. There was something about your power. That's why you went to court, and and so you claim some of your power, even though you didn't get all of the rewards the way you wanted them to. You stood up for yourself and what you believed in, and you fought for something. And yeah. it's clearing karmic, you know, y- you know, many many years of karmic pain regarding powerlessness, and so you're in the void, oh. and it's magical, Kathleen. If, and this is for all of us, if we, and in this case you, try to grab onto something just because you're uncomfortable with where you are, Mm -hmm. whatever you grab onto is not going to be great for you. Well, it's it's, it's quite true. It's like I feel like I'm spinning my wheels in mud, and I've always had... I'm very goal-oriented. So turn the car off. If you're spinning the wheels in mud, let's turn the car off. And then get out and go for a walk. Excellent. A great plan. Go back to breathing. Do nothing. You've done enough. You're in the void. And there's galaxies everywhere. And okay. so it's, it's okay for me to do nothing. It's important. It's not just okay. There's a time for, in a, in a field, there's a time to grow. There's a time for rest. You are in rest and rejuvenate. Mm-hmm. You are not in go, go, go mode. Not, no. not appropriate. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank so you so fun much. to talk to adrenals, you. Adrenals, adrenals, adrenal support. All right. Thank okay. you so much. Bye-bye. Every time we talk, uh, there's something different. And this, right. this session has been a very different session. Well, and that's what intuition is about, right? Yes. It's about being in the flow. Yeah. Right. And, being present with what is. Right. And yeah. and don't you think that's also how we prevent things like cancer is yes. that we're in the flow? If you listen. If you listen. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So if we listen... Then we, oh, and that's your pretty boy saying hi to you. Sheila has dor- adorable kittens, so they just said hi to us via her phone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and go to the next call. I was listening, and I was a little startling, actually. <laughs> he was like, wait a minute, I'm in charge of the sounds. And where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's all good. Let's talk to Gina now, calling from Edmonds. Hi, Gina. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm really grateful to be able to uh, visit with you today. Um, and you just said... Um, mentioned avoiding cancer or, or um, something about cancer, and that's what I'm calling about. I um, was diagnosed, I think it's been almost two months now, with um, IDC breast cancer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just uh, I'm combining some uh, naturopathic care with medical care, mm-hmm. and um, just actually wanted to call for several weeks um, to just kind of get, basically, I guess I'm thinking of it as just sort of a general physical mm-hmm. um, from you, um, just to have another point of view and, and more information. 
Well, you know, you called the perfect day to call, you, you know, to have a naturopathic right. person yeah. present here. And both of us were very sorry for your recent diagnosis. Yeah. What, I missed Thank what you. kind of, what was the diagnosis? Ductile. Breast cancer. It's um, um, uh, DCIS. Invasive, yeah, invasive mm-hmm. ductal carcinoma. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. How old are you? I'm 46. Uh-huh. Great age, by the way. Yeah, great yeah, age. Love that age. How are you doing? I really am doing very well. I I feel very, very positive, and um, I think that... You know, you could uh, have been a nurse. I don't mean to interrupt you, but, uh-huh. that, you know, nurses know how to get up and run and go get the crash cart when someone's coding, and that's the uh-huh. type of energy you have in your body, which, uh-huh. of course, you're doing well because you know how to do all the right things, but breast cancer, cause, um, and Sheila gave me a, a smile when you said you were doing very well, by the way, breast cancer is a disease of grief, of buried grief in my mind energetically. I'd love to hear Sheila's take on it as well. Okay. And it's important um, for cancer patients of all types, but particularly breast cancer, to learn to receive, not get uh-huh. up and work and do and be okay and be positive and take care of everything. And right. I'm, I'm so sorry I interrupted you, so please go back and then we'll hear what um, Dr. Sheila has to say. Oh, that's all right. Um, I'm not exactly sure where I was at that moment. But <laughs> you said you were doing really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I Like I said, I, I am combining some holistic things with the... Um, medical care that my mom ended um, medical care for a stage four tumor that she had of the macular cavity and um, just focused on only holistic care and is doing very well to this day. And so I immediately, when I received that um, diagnosis, I found a book at PCC and uh, 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 um, dealing with cancer with with food and natural remedies and things, and I used some of the information that I already had from her, from her experience, and just kind of, I felt very empowered because I felt like I started my treatment immediately mm-hmm. in the foods and, and just my focus and affirmations and meditation and all of those things, and I, um, I actually just had a acupuncture appointment just a short time ago. I start chemotherapy tomorrow, and um, so I'm doing acupuncture on either side of my chemotherapy treatment. It's great. It's um, great. Brilliant. And so all of those yeah. things have helped to just really help me feel very, very positive and very focused. And, and um, so over, I think most people are actually very surprised and they'll say to me, how are you doing? And they say it in such a concerned way and it reminds me, oh, they're asking because I have cancer. Right. You know, I which really is what think about it a great deal. Right, which is what I alluded to, although I think it's good to be positive and optimistic, but again, you could have been a nurse. And right. one, of, one of the jokes that, that we had um, on the floor is that nurses don't take a lot of time to go to the bathroom. And we used right. to uh-huh. tease each other that we're going to cath one another. If we, I mean, our supervisor would literally come up to us and said, when was the last time you went to the bathroom? And if you don't go, you're getting a Foley catheter, which, of course, we would go to the restroom. But uh-huh. it, you have that. That's part of your your. Um, energy system is where you get up and go, 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 even under the most difficult of ch- of challenges, which is a blessing. However, it's not always right. And so, what right. would, what would you like to say, Sheila? So, uh, well, Gina, did you have any questions uh, that you wanted us to answer, or you just you know? Well, um, I've been curious to um, just kind of hear, like I was mentioning earlier, that um, just curious to hear what Marie's um, kind of. I don't know, uh, kind of a physical diagnosis. Actually, I'll go back um, because I forget about this part. 
at, on the same day that I ha- that I received the diagnosis of the breast cancer, um, the results of a mole that I had removed at around that same time um, came back as well, and that was a squamous cell carcinoma right. on my leg. So, and so that was a kind of a bizarre thing mm-hmm. for me to yeah have okay. two different, totally different types of cancer being diagnosed on the very same day, yeah. um, and I had that removed. Um, so I'm curious kind of hear um okay so marie uh, marie kind of said it and i don't know if you fully heard it um but i'm gonna say it uh again we we love each other and work well together so here we go uh um but i want to be cautious again in saying this um again we're not in the room alone we've got an audience listening and people might not understand how i'm gonna say this and so I'm going to try and be careful. Um, uh-huh. Okay, so there are several systems of medicine. You mentioned acupuncture as a system, botanical medicine uh-huh. as a system. There's another medicine, medical system called homeopathy, and in homeopathy, in talking about cancer, how the homeopathic met, uh, philosophy sees cancer, there's a there's a type of person that's more prone. And I, and again, I want to say this carefully because I don't want to, anyone to feel bad or guilty or whatever, uh, but there's a type of not everyone who has this personality will develop cancer, and certainly a lot of people who don't have this personality will. But that being said, um, the cancer miasm, as it's called, is one that you've just described perfectly in yourself. You were diagnosed with cancer, you had another kind of cancer, and you're just fine. Everything's fine. You're going about doing A, B, C, D. You're doing the crash cart. Let's get it done. Let's get it handled. Very controlled. It's uh-huh. a very controlled, uh, precise um, perfectionistic, and all of that is a way of preventing yourself from being out of control. And what cancer is, out of control. is out of control. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you're working with energetically, because that's what you're asking about is the energy, because you're taking care of the physical. So now we're working on the energetics. And your mother had it too. So uh-huh. we may have learned this from somewhere, not blaming, just recognizing right. Right. that... Your phenomenal ability to control, which is a blessing, can also be a cover-up from a fear of feeling out of control. And that the lesson here in the cancer might be to learn to balance those energies in a more healthy way. To basically fall apart cry your eyes out, feel whatever, not even just about cancer, but about, because it's going to be other underlying emotions from perhaps childhood or adolescence or relationships and really let yourself just fall apart. And, and you know, it's, it's a practice, right? Especially when you've learned to be controlled. It's, it happens to be one of my patterns too. I'm, you know, I can go get the crash cart, no problem. Um, mm-hmm. It's a practice to allow yourself to feel weak, that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have a moment where you're so, so sad and you're not going to fix it. You know, you're right. just going to let it be broken. It's a very yeah, this, powerful this place. This is all, yeah, feeling very, very, um, very right. You know, I, I mean, everything and that I you're f- saying. I'm that, so glad you're all- saying that so that the listening audience who might be not as comfortable can hear that this is really right for you. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. It yeah. definitely is. 
And again, with every caller today, these are not comfortable places. They are for me. I like them. Yeah, I know. I know. But they're not necessarily comfortable (laughs) places, but they're very real places. And very important, you know, extremely important. What I do love is that your mother did such a great job healing. I have a lot of clients, too, and their second or third occurrences that decided to only use holistic medicine, and they're cancer-free. It's amazing. I think their mind shifted so dramatically that they're able to... Um, to be healed. And so I think that's a positive thing in your court to know that someone in your genetic line has healed very well, you know, with a challenging disease. And it may be that you will be completely 100% healed and fine. Forever. I would just want to encourage that you use this cancer diagnosis as an opportunity to um, go deeper in your life and be more authentic in your life. That that sounds very, very helpful and very real for me. Um, someone who I work with that had cancer 17 years ago, she has talked about the roller coaster ride and she's talked about the roller, you know, the thing about roller coaster comes up oftentimes. And I stopped and I thought, gosh, you know, this roller coaster would be really boring for somebody because I don't really go very low, you know? Yeah. I've had a you few don't moments. have to be in drama about no. it. We're not uh-huh. saying that, but just. You know, take it to the depth that it's wanting to take you to. Right. Yeah. Right. right. And, and I wanted I think to. The reason, I think the reason that that feels very real for me is because when you say that, that feels scary. So yeah. Yeah. I, I do hear that, I, and I know that that is something that I think I really have been avoiding is kind of the scary feeling of, of letting that happen. Well, we're very proud of you, and we know that you're going to go deeper with that roller coaster ride in your own personal emotions. And we're sending sparkly fairy dust to your IV bags tomorrow, because that's what I used to do when I hung chemotherapy, is I would bless uh-huh. the bag and put magic potion in it so it would work perfectly. Okay. So we're Thank you. And all of our love to you, too, as well, and wishing you a Thank complete you. recovery. Much blessing to you. Yes, Wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a great day. So we've been talking today about prevention and everything else, yes, right? That's right. And so one of the preventions, because cancer can get out of control, that's really, I mean, it is. And medical science approaches it that way. That's why they try to nuke it. Right, right. right. Kill it. <laughs> yeah, they try to kill it. Mm-hmm. And and what we want to ultimately do, because we know the cure, the cure that will be developed, that will be routine, that will work really well for patients um, in the future, hopefully in, in our near future, because we all pray for that, um, it will be holist- more holistic yeah. It's more modulating because when you kill it, you're killing everything. You're killing the immune system, and that's what the system that you need. That was the system that was compromised to get it. Correct. Correct. Right. And so it's about feeling safe and listening to ourselves. Feeling in control and also feeling comfortable and going with the ups and downs of life. Oh, wow. I love that. I love that. Well, I love having you on the show. You are an amazing woman. And how can people reach you? Um, You can call my office at 425-452-9366. Or you can reach me online at Dr. Sheila N.D. Oh, I love that. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You're amazing, courageous. We bless you. And we'll be talking to Deborah Silverman next week. Bye-bye for now. Joyful blessings. (music) 